Welcome to the Essentially M Show. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I am not a self-made millionaire yet, (laughs) an expert in anything, or an overnight success. I'm just a regular girl passionate about real, meaningful, and inspiring conversations around mindset, positivity, and fearlessly chasing your dreams without apology or self-doubt. If you're into this type of conversation too, then you're in the right place, my friend. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, my friends. Today, we are talking all about identity. Why is it so important in shaping our thoughts and beliefs and how our identity, how we identify ourselves affects every aspect of our life and how to reinvent it and reframe it. So you've probably heard before that the words I am, those two words, are two of the most powerful words. And whatever you put after those two words will become your truth, right? Such as, I am always tired, or I am always poor. And for some reason, it is easier for us to believe those negative statements and those negative lies, which is what they really are. So we must realize, guys, our beliefs create our thoughts. Our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings create our actions or lack thereof in action. And this explanation is taken from T. Harv Ecker from the book, I think it's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. So T. Harv Ecker explained it that way. And I thought that was so great. So your thoughts create your feelings, right? Sorry, your belief creates your thoughts. Your thoughts create your feelings. And then your feelings determine and create your action or inaction. So action, of course, plays a big role in our reality and creating our reality, as we know. So you can see how it's all connected. But our thoughts alone, with or without action, have massive power. You can actually make yourself sick. You can manifest drama, tragedy, or trauma. You can manifest unexpected, I'm putting that in air quotes, unexpected bills, fines, fees, etc. by subconsciously creating a poor relationship with money and a poor identity about yourself. So you can manifest an entire bad day, traffic jams, no parking spots, a stressful day at work, just with your beliefs and thoughts. Or you can create health. You can attract money, opportunities, friendship, happiness, peace, love, abundance, positive situations, positive experiences. You can also do this with just your thoughts. But this is all basic law of attraction stuff. We've already heard these things a million times. And there's actually several other universal unmutable laws or immutable laws, laws that do not turn off, like gravity, Um, Law of attraction is always on. There's actually 12 other important laws that we don't hear talked about as much. All we ever hear is law of attraction. That's the popular one. But there's other laws that once you learn them, it will make so much more sense, the whole concept of manifesting and law of attraction, because there are things like law of polarity, which is that Certain things have to happen in order to show you what you don't want or to make you realize 
that the good is actually good. You have to have something polar opposite to teach you like what the good and the good is. And there's also something called law of rhythm, which states that we go through different seasons, just like the weather goes through different seasons, right? Life does everything has a rhythm and flow. So when you start manifesting things and achieving goals, and then suddenly things slow down, business slows down, or life forces you to slow down, it's a little quieter. Many of us might panic and think, oh my gosh, I'm failing, my career is slowing down, or my business is slowing down, or this is stopping, this is not working. No, it's just the law of rhythm, which states that that that's just a law of the universe. Things are going to go and flow in different rhythms, and we have to learn to ride with these rhythms and go through these different seasons and be in whatever season of life that you are in and just be there fully. So there's all these cool laws. I might do a whole other episode on them because I just learned about them from my um, MBA course that I'm doing. It's called MBA, which is a play play on words for Manifestation Babe Academy. And it's with Catherine Zinkina. As you know, I've been loving her and her content and learning so much. So anyway, more on the other laws later. But today I want to talk about identity and how crucial... It is to carefully craft the thoughts and feelings we have about ourselves and the stories we play and say to ourselves, some of which we never even knew were just stories and that we are actually the author. We are the ones holding the pen. Did you know that a lot of what you tell yourself is just a story? That's it. And you're the one making it up. A lot, sometimes it's other people saying it to you, which can be very detrimental and hard to fight your way out of and rebuild your belief system, but it's crucial. You have to be responsible for building your own belief system, no matter what anyone's told you. And just remember that you are the author. The pen is in your hand, not anyone else's. Okay, so example, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Some of the stories that I've told myself for years include, I don't fall asleep easily. I'm bad at taking naps. I cannot sleep on planes. I cannot sleep in cars. I'm bad at naps. History has proven it, right? So I've just always said it. It's true. I'm a bad napper. And the more I say it, the more it happens. I go to take a nap. I need to take a nap before some thing where I have to stay up late or... I need energy and I just lay there going, I'm not, I suck at taking naps. I knew I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. I can't fall asleep. Or on the airplane when you need to get sleep because it's going to be morning time when you get to your destination. I never sleep, but I'm going to stop saying that as my story. I'm going to choose to change the story. Another one is, I'm always so sick even though I eat so healthy. I can't even tell you the amount of times I've said that complaint. Or I've had that thought in my head. It's been playing on a loop. Like imagine a record on a record player, like an old vinyl record. That's just going to keep going around and round and round until you disrupt those thought patterns. And we can disrupt our thought patterns. They are created by us. But if it's playing over and over on a loop and it's disempowering to us, then we need to interrupt the thought pattern, break that up, challenge it and rewrite it like take the record off put a new one on 
and um, reprogram our thoughts. So some of your stories might sound something like, I'm always poor, I can't keep up with the cost of living, I never have money, or men always leave me, I guess I'm not lovable, or women always leave me, or men or women are such jerks, I always end up dating dating selfish jerks, there's no good guys out there, there's no good girls out there. These are just stories you are creating and you're creating that reality. We make them up and remember that it's our beliefs that create our thoughts, our thoughts that create our feelings and our feelings translate into our actions. So think of what kind of actions you are bringing into your life just because of your beliefs. What kind of reality are you creating? Your beliefs equal your reality. So again, this is basic law of attraction, but it's just so true. And we'll go over the other laws maybe that I've learned about in another episode because they're just so fascinating too. There's another one, the law of vacuum. And it states that every time you clear something out of your life or something leaves your life, whether it's relationships or physical things, clutter, you make space for something new and better and it will always be filled with something new. So if you've just lost a relationship or a friendship, that's probably just the universe or God rearranging things in your life and making space for something better or something newer. And same thing, do you ever notice when you physically declutter your space or you clean out your closet, you give away a bunch of clothes, don't you just end up filling it back up or you get clothes given to you? It always happens. It's the law of vacuum. So really cool. I will probably do a whole episode on these. Or maybe some sort of little mini class. But more on that later. So back to the stories. We can choose to change the story. So you might even say things like, I don't care about money. Or it's not good to think or care so much about money. It's sinful and wrong to desire money. And this may be your own belief or this may be one that was ingrained in you and how you were raised, and how we were brought up, which a lot of us were brought up to think that rich people are greedy, or desiring money is wrong, and we shouldn't care about material things. But we were born into a material plane, a material world. So I don't think we would have been brought to the material world if we weren't going to be wired to desire material things. Another story you might say is, no matter what I do, it's never good enough, or I'm not good enough. So challenge these beliefs that are disempowering to you, if they are disempowering to you. If you find it empowering to think negatively about money and think that it's bad and wrong and sinful, and you're perfectly happy happy struggling to pay your bills every month, or not having a lot of money to do the things you want to do, and help the people you want to help, then that's just fine. Carry on. But if they are disempowering you, challenge them. So if you're going to say, for example, I'm not good enough, challenge it and say, well, compared to who or what? As Tiffany Peterson says, I love Tiffany Peterson. If you don't know who she is, YouTube her, follow her Instagram. She's like my spiritual mama. She doesn't even know I exist, but it's okay. We're best friends in my mind. (laughs) So she always says, well, compared to who or what, darling? 
when you are saying that you're not good enough or you're not skilled enough or you're not talented enough compared to who or what. Start to challenge those thoughts and beliefs and then reframe them. You could also challenge the money belief. So it's not good to think about money or it's greedy and sinful to care about money. Challenge that. Is this really true? Can't you show up better for others? Give back to causes that you care about? Be more generous? Support more companies that um, align with your beliefs and values? Can't you do more of that with money? Can't you have more impact? At least, or at the very least, if money doesn't have to be a source of stress for you, can't you show up better for everyone in your life because you're not constantly stressing about money? I think so. So challenge those. Another cool thing is that we vote with our dollars. So if you have more money, this means if you care about fair employment wages and working conditions, you can choose to buy your clothing from companies that pay their employees a higher wage, a fair wage, actually, because most are just completely unfair, crazy third world labor costs. So you can support companies that pay uh, fair wages to their employees and their clothing is probably going to cost a little bit more. But if you have money, you can choose to only buy from those places and support that cause. Or maybe you support um, protecting our animals and fighting against animal cruelty. So with more money, you can choose to vote with your dollar and only buy vegan products and cruelty-free products, a lot of which can tend to cost more money. But it's okay, because if you have more, you can help more, you can spend more, you're free. Another cause could be environmentally friendly products or donating to causes that really matter to you, doing more, being giving more of an impact. A lot of people think that money will change you. That might be another story you're telling yourself. Oh, money makes people go greedy. Money makes people go snobby. Money makes people turn selfish and self-centered and materialistic and fake. But what if you challenge that belief as well? What if money just magnifies who you already are? Is that actually true? Do you know any people with money who are genuine, kind-hearted, kind-hearted, generous, loving people? Because I do. I can think of at least five right now. And on the flip side, I can also think of selfish, greedy, um, mean people who don't have money. So what if there's not a direct correlation there? What if it's just just a lie we've been telling ourselves or there are a few cases of it and so we've made it into this big story and put up this wall of resistance for money? So challenge those beliefs. Um, Sorry, just looking for my notes. Oh, back to identity. So I am what? Who are you? What are you saying? Are you saying things like, I am fat, I am struggling, I am unhealthy, I am crazy, I am pathetic, or are you going to say, I am full of healthy cells? That's one of my new mantras. 
remembering that everything is energy, as we discussed in the episode, I think it's called How to Raise Your Vibration. Everything is energy. So I've come to the realization that every single cell in my body is literally just a radiating little ball of energy. So I can choose to channel that energy and make it positive, and therefore... I can choose to believe and know that my body is just full of radiating healthy cells and energy. And I'm really loving this mantra and it's helping me a ton with not getting sick as I'm just in remission from an autoimmune condition. Um, So this identity and belief has helped me go from constantly sick to eating and enjoying foods that I want and still staying healthy and strong and energized. So are you going to say, I am lovable and worthy of an amazing partner? Or are you going to say, I'm so abundant and grateful? Are you going to say, I'm financially supported by God and the universe and resources are unlimited? Or I am creating wealth. I sleep great anywhere I go. People energize me instead of I'm such an introvert and people exhaust me and drain my energy. That was one of my old stories too. So now I say people energize me. I love being around people. I feed off of others good energy. Some of them will be easier to believe than others. So because we all have a past or past belief system that's been installed. But guess what? We can always choose to reprogram. Is it easy? No. Is it worth it? Yes, 100%, absolutely. So how do we reprogram? I want you guys to write out your new stories and your new I am's. I am statements and little stories. Like I always sleep everywhere I go. People energize me. Stories like that. So write one or two each day. First of all, write down as many as you can think of. Just go on a rampage and write them all down. And then every day, choose one or two to focus on and write them down. Repeat them throughout the day. Say them in a mirror, looking yourself in the eyes. Say them in your head regularly. Write them on a board somewhere, a vision board, or sticky notes. Somewhere you can see them daily. Some people write them on their mirror or put sticky notes on their mirror or their closet. So when you go to put your clothes on, when you go to start your day every morning, you're going to see those statements and your subconscious mind is going to take them in, even if you don't stand there reading them all one by one, which you should make the time to do that. And I actually created a an identity slash I am board or storyboard, sorry, identity slash storyboard. And it's on just a little white, um, what are they called? Dry erase boards. And so maybe I'll share a picture of that. I really need to start like a show notes page on my website. So maybe I will do that and share the picture of my identity board. And it's in bright, colorful dry erase markers. It makes me happy. It makes me smile. And every time I see it, I'm reminded to go through those and read through those and feel the belief and feel the excitement that I am actually in control of the story. And this stuff works. It really does, you guys. So do that. 
and then start to gather evidence and proof that they are true. So for example, if you quickly fight off a cold or everyone around you gets sick and you'd manage to not get sick, then I want you to think or say out loud, see, I am full of healthy cells and energy. Or when you receive your paycheck or any money coming in, whether it's expected or unexpected, I want you to say, see, I'm creating wealth and money flows to me. I'm a freaking money magnet every time you receive money. Feel the gratitude and joy, even if it's going towards bills. You're going to say, I always have money to pay all my bills. Thank you. One thing I started to do is every time I pay for gas, and I use my debit card, or every time I pay for groceries and I use my debit card, I whisper thank you, or I say it in my head. Thank you to this money that's going, allowing me to pay for gas. Thank you for this money to pay for groceries. And I literally thank it as it leaves my account so that it will come back to me, and it does. Um, if you do fall asleep or nap even for a moment, you can say, see, I can sleep anywhere, anytime. I'm a rock star at taking naps. It was only my belief that was holding me back all these years. So reframe and challenge all of your negative beliefs. Another example is the what I do is never good enough. So according to who or what, do I really have to accept their opinion as the truth? Isn't belief a choice and therefore I can choose to believe that I am more than good enough and I am valuable? You can never change other people or their opinions. But build your mental muscle. Being surrounded by people who don't understand what you're doing or don't believe in you or aren't necessarily overflowing with positive energy, this can actually strengthen you and give you a challenge to build this muscle, this mental muscle, and practice just focusing in. Make a sacred space for yourself where you can go and do your declarations and your statements and like almost put blinders on and go tunnel vision and be you have to be obsessive with putting positive thoughts and energy out there because you have to be more than 50% positive thoughts to tip the scale and I would say now I'm at like 90% positive thoughts and so I pretty much feel fantastic like 90% of the time and it's pretty hard for somebody to bring me down from that and that's because I've been strengthening this muscle. And these past four weeks have been very strengthening, very challenging, very eye-opening. And I'm just not looking back. I've got my blinders on and I'm obsessed with positive thoughts and energy, positive vibrations. So be obsessed with it. That's the only way to tip the scale. And don't let anybody stop you. If you are completely surrounded by negative energy and people, then maybe it's time to move away, step back, start spending less time with some of those people that are really bringing you down. And eventually you might bring them up because once your positive energy is so strong, you actually have the power to bring negative people up to your level instead of the other way around. But in the meantime... You can step back. You can put boundaries. I don't care if it's your own mom, if it's your cousin, if it's your dad, if it's people you think, well, they're always going to be in my life because they're family 
or maybe it's even your spouse. You need to tell them what you need from them. And if they cannot support you, then you might have to take a little bit of space or create those sacred spaces for yourself where you can go, you can meditate, you can be in your zone, you can journal and do all the things that you need to do to keep your mind healthy and reframe your identity in a positive way and just constantly do it until it's really, really your new identity. Identity is everything. Have you ever known anyone who gets into a lot of trouble? And they have since they were a little kid. Like they've just been kind of wild and daredevilish and doing um, just troublesome things. And even into adulthood, they carry this, oh, I'm just being me. Oh, that's just how I am. And that is because they grew up with people telling them that every time they got into trouble or hurt themselves or got into some sort of accident or caused, yeah, trouble, then their parents would just say, oh, that's him just being him. And he's the bad kid. He's the bad one. Be very careful, parents, what you say to your kids because they will take that on. They will own that as their identity until and unless they can learn to reframe it. And that would take them a lot of work if you've been their whole life, if you've been telling them you're the bad one, you're the bad one, you're the rebel. Um, so just be really mindful of what you're doing to shape other people's identity, especially your children. So anyway, just interesting how identity really just impacts your entire life and all of your actions. I hope you find this just as interesting as I do. And one last note is just to protect your peace, protect your beliefs. Um, I can't read my own notes here. Oh, because they shape everything. Your, your beliefs shape everything. And remember that when you shine, you give others permission and inspiration to do the same. So you are not bringing anybody down, hurting anybody by just living your best life and and believing in yourself. That is actually a very good thing for everybody, not just you. So I hope you'll take on the assignment of writing out I am, I am, I am in all your new statements and a few new stories. So think of some of the negative stories you used to tell yourself and what are you going to do to reframe them and challenge them? I would love you to share with me any realizations, any aha moments, any stories you're going to recreate. DM me on Instagram. Tag me on Instagram. It's essentially M with two M's. Essentially E-M-M. I want to hear from you. I love knowing who's listening and what you're thinking. Message me. Tag me. Send me all the things. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved today's episode, please leave me a review on iTunes or screenshot this episode and share it on your social media and tag me at essentially M, essentially E-M-M to let me know your thoughts or send it to a friend who needs to hear this message today and keep the love going. Connect with me on Instagram if we aren't friends on there yet at essentially M. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.